Okay, so <laughs> hello again. My name is Shadina, and you're listening to Football Drama. I ain't been going front with you. We're just gonna get right on into this and ignore the fact that I did not upload last week. Again, y'all, I don't have control over my classes or my schoolwork and my emotions. If I got a preview of what my weeks would look like, you know, I would warn you. But unfortunately, and fortunately, life doesn't work out like that. So again, I'm so sorry about that. I think, though, from here on out, I'll be good. I think so. I think I'll be fine. Fingers crossed. Knock on wood. Okay, so let's just get on right into this because I don't even know how long this will be. I don't really have much to talk about, but we'll just we'll just see. Okay, so football appreciation is going to Daryl DK. Now, excuse my unprofessionalism because I completely forgot to write anything about why I'm giving him my appreciation. But if you do not know who he is, he uh is a u.s men's national team and barnsley fc player he's currently there on loan from orlando city i believe um let me see he scored like two goals in the past two games so yeah this post from usmnt only says barnsley are a perfect 7-0 since Daryl DK has arrived at the club. Today's win, which was two days ago, puts them inside the top six, which is a promotional playoff position. So I think for now, he has like three goals or four goals in so many matches. Let me actually see. So sorry I didn't look this up beforehand, but life. Okay. <clears throat> so he's played seven matches and has three goals for them. And... You know, like I just stated, um, they've been like seven wins in a row ever since he got there. So he has that American magic, I guess, giving them that American touch. But his most recent goal, which I don't know who it was against, but it was a banger. It was a banger of a goal. Highly recommend you check that out. But yeah, Daryl DK is like 20 years old. Um, he's doing his thing over there in England, Barnsley. I, I can't believe that's a real team, but you know, it's okay. And he's doing big things over there. And I hope that maybe, mayhaps this loan can become permanent. We'll just see. But with the way things are looking, things are looking up for him. And I'm sure a lot of the Barnsley fans love him. Um, especially like, I think I saw, um, the tweet where Barnsley tweeted that he scored and just all the replies were like just funny like TikTok videos of him. And they're just, they love him. It's safe to say that they love him. So I'm really happy that he's doing good over there and that um, I hope he continues to do his thing because wow, you love to see it. So um yeah, that was a pretty short uh, footballer appreciation might be. But yeah, check out Daryl DK and his wonderful goals. And I don't even know where you can watch Barnsley play, but if you can watch him play, check him out just for him, because why not? Okay, that is enough of that. So football appreciation again is going to Daryl DK. Moving on, I have two quick things for the USMNT. Maybe I'll just, actually, let's turn this into American section. Let me go back to USMNT only, and we'll go from there, because a lot of American players 
did a lot of great things the past couple of days. So first, I do want to bring up some upcoming games or friendlies for the U.S. Men's National Team. <clears throat> Excusez-moi. Um, pause. USMNT star Paul Ariola or Ariola apologizes for offensive and discriminatory social media posts. Oh, okay. Let's look at this link and see. Swansea City's on loan forward Paul Ariola has apologized for a number of offensive and da 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 comments that he posted on social media nearly a decade ago. The messages were posted in 2012, but recently. So you- but recently resurfaced on Twitter, prompting an apology from the 26-year-old. I am ashamed and apologize for the choice of offensive and discriminatory words I used in the tweets as they were not acceptable then or now. I can assure you all that. Okay. What were the posts, though? What were the posts? Actually, we can look up on Twitter. <clears throat> You see, that's why you need to be careful with what you tweeting out here because it doesn't even matter. Like, even if you tweeted, like, from the very moment that Twitter, like, launched, people are still going to find your old tweets. So you got to be careful. It's either you make your stuff private or you delete your stuff and screenshot it if it was really funny to you and save it to your um, Google Cloud or whatever. But, man, that's tough. They really going to catch you. So on May 6th, no, that was from this year. I want the old tweets. Don't be sugarcoating this. I'm not mad at Paul Ariola. His his um apology seems sincere, but I, I want to see the tweets. The tweets were of a sexist, racist nature. Come on, just show me the deets and I and I will just keep trucking forward. No, I can't. This is ridiculous. You know what? I'll find them. I'll if I'll keep it up here so I can find them at the end of the episode. Okay. Um, U.S. Men's National Team will be playing some two, two, um, friendlies. March 28th, I believe, is one of them. And another one is going to be played against Northern Ireland. I hope I didn't just hear that somewhere. I'm I'm pretty sure that's accurate. But let us see. Okay, so U.S. versus Jamaica is March 25th. Ooh, not 28th. March 25th at 1 p.m. It's going to be in Austria. Catch it on ESPN2. Unimas in uh, Telemundo. Or Univision, whatever. Um, now, what is the uh, second game? Did I just hear that from somewhere and just thought that it was for reals? I think both of these games, though, are going to be um, European-based. I don't think... I mean, maybe there might be, like, a handful of... What's it called? A handful of MLS players, but I think this is mainly MLS. I mean, European. You see, look at me. Yeah, so Northern Ireland, USA is going to be March 28th, and that will be in Northern Ireland and Belfast. Okay, so 
very um excited looking forward to those hope that uh, my boys win but yeah i'm pretty sure these will be um definitely european based so so excited now we'll see if um we'll see if you know actually no i think mayhaps Players like, you know, McKinney, Reyna, hopefully Sargent this time will get a chance to come. The last time he didn't get to go because Germany was like, no, you're not leaving. Uh, maybe we'll get to see more players. Hopefully we'll get to see uh, we'll get to see DK and Ariola most likely since they're now in Europe. Who else? Hopefully we get to see Brendan Aronson. He's doing his thing over there in Salzburg. Yeah, we should see a lot more um, players compared to last time, like different players like added on, but We'll just have to see. Um, Okay. Let's take a breeze. Take a breeze. Let's take a stroll through USMNT's only Instagram and we'll move on. Um, I don't want to talk about him. Josh Sargent has nine combined goals and assists for Bremen this season. Their most recent match against Cone. I... I was paying attention to the game, but I turned it off because they weren't doing anything. But it, it wasn't until I got back. I think I took a shower or something. I came back and I saw that they scored and I was like, oh, hope it was Josh. And it ended up being Josh. So good for him. A good confidence booster, like always. So this was one day ago. Josh Sargent scored. Brendan Aronson scored. Taylor Booth scored. Conrad De La Fuente scored. Luca De La Torre scored. And Tyler Boyd scored. So that's two, four, six Americans. You love to see it. You love to see stuff like this. Um, All of them are doing great. All of them are doing great. And I hope, um, I wish them all the best. And I just hope that we get to see them with the men's national team soon. Um, Anyone else do anything cute? Jordan Sabachu. I think I talked about him in the last episode. He has eight goals in nine games. Like, he's a goal-scoring machine. This man needs to come and be, um, I hope he's called up in the squad for this month. Because, hello. Uh, who else? I think that's about it. No one else is really, I don't really see much going on. There's goals. But anyways, anyways, USMNT only, if you are really into the US Men's National Team, give them a follow. They are really good with um with following the players and everything. They even, they sell like merch and stuff. I would love to buy some merch, but you know, college student, I'm broke um, right now. So yeah, we'll just have to see, but these shirts look really cute. And these sweaters, I really like this crew neck they got. So yeah, give them a nice follow follow because they're really good they're genuine like they're for real z's and for sure z's a good um a good u.s soccer page all right i think that's it for america yeah that's it for that um now let's move on to the bundesliga let's get into some results and standings and then we'll go from there let us see recurt there's only 10 games left for um for the Bundesliga. Like you know every time I t- 
type something in. I always look at the top stories and it always distracts me. This is what I'm seeing right now. The DFB responds to Marco Royce's criticism of referee during loss to Bayern Munich. And, you know, as as Marco Royce should criticize that ref because, you know, we'll, we'll talk later. Um... So match day 24 of 20 of 34, Schalke Mainz 0-0, Eintracht Frankfurt Stuttgart 1-1, RB Leipzig Freiburg 3-0 to Leipzig, Hoffenheim Wolfsburg 2-1 to Hoffenheim, Mönchengladbach Leverkusen 1-0 to Leverkusen, Hertha Berlin Augsburg 2-1 to Hertha Berlin, Bayern Munich Dortmund 4-2 to Bayern Munich, FC Köln Bremen 1-1. Oh, so they did not win that game. What a waste of a goal. Like, why Why couldn't... Wait, hold on. Let me see when they scored. Yeah, they just... They scored that. They let them concede. Or they conceded in the 83rd minute. Hello? Anyways. Um, Armenia, Union Berlin, nil, nil. So, the standings for Bundesliga. We have Bayern, Leipzig, Wolfsburg, Frankfurt, Leverkusen. Those are top five, and then Dortmund is in sixth place still. And, you know, bottom three we already know. But I'm just so – Leipzig are so close to Bayern. They're two points behind them. And if Dortmund had won their game Saturday, Leipzig would be on top right now. And, you know – Let's just let's just chat for a bit about this game. Um, I'm gonna break this into two halves. Uh, I don't really have much, you know. I didn't want to get too into detail for many reasons, but you know, let's just let's just see what I have here. Okay, so the first half, Dorman got things started pretty early. I think like one minute into the game, uh, Holland scored. It looked like it almost wasn't going to happen. Holland got the ball. But couldn't really like turn or I don't know. But the ball ended up at Delaney's feet. Which by the way, Thomas Delaney is a gem. But I just appreciate him so much. But anyways, Holland got the ball back. I thought he was going to pass it to someone. But he didn't. And I'm very glad he didn't. Because perfecto. Second goal came not long after that. Hazard who I thought was Royce. I was like, oh my goodness, yes, that's my captain. Like I thought he was going to take the shot. Like the attempt did shot. But that wasn't the case, and it wasn't until I realized that it was Hazard, which I'm very glad that he's back. Um, he passed it to Haaland, and then boom, 2-0. Things were looking great. The first half was just chef's kiss, you know. Doran played so well. They had a lot of confidence. The defense was on top of their stuff. I thank God for Zagadu because, man, the defense really stunk without him. And then on Byron's end, there were, you know, good bit of defending mistakes they looked a bit sloppy at times left a lot of open space for Dortmund and they were just like saturated in the middle while leaving the sides open you know well here comes a disappointment so the second half was garbage um, I'm pretty sure by the end of the first half was it still 2-0 or did they get that penalty in the first half uh, yeah Oh, wait. Just kidding. They had two goals in the first. What? What are you talking about? Pause. Pause. Okay, so 26th minute, Lewandowski scored. And then 44th minute, there was a penalty. So the game ended 2-2. Or the first half ended 2-2. Um, and then, you know, that's where that's that's where things went wrong. Um, Gretzka scored in the 88th minute. And then 90th minute, Lewandowski. I just... <laughs> 
there were some good moments in the second half from Dortmund. Um, some good defending, I'll say. Questionable subs from Terzic. And like I just said, more goals scored by Bayern. I just, I just want to say, to Dortmund, you know, you tried your best. You know you're my girls. Well, you're not my girls. You know you're my boys, my fellas. Genuinely, I'm proud of you guys. Y'all played strong from start to finish. You know, that's what's important to me. Okay? To Bayern Munich, choke. I hope Leipzig snatches that title from you and leave you in shambles. Y'all are a bunch of frauds, cheats. Nupal want? Huh? Have no shame? Have you no shame? Really? And to the ref, you and your linesmen are also frauds. I hope that check that Byron gave you was fat and worth it. But unfortunately, when you cash that check out, all of the money will burn in the palm of your hands and turn into ashes. Tout l'argent boule en main. Okay? And then to Taylor Twelman, I hope you never commentate a Bundesliga match again because you are so full of, oh my goodness, like, you don't even know what you're talking about most of the time. I literally do not understand why you're even speaking on the Bundesliga. I just, s'il vous plaît, don't do it again. Like, and I feel like he was commentating that game because, you know, Dortmund, Gia Reyna, America Connection. Gia wasn't even playing in that game. So what was the point? And I don't, I just, I've never seen this. I've never seen or heard of this man commentating for the Bundesliga, but I don't like it at all. I mean, it looks like he might continue to commentate as long as he doesn't commentate Dortmund games because I can't, I can't take that anymore. Like there were times where I had to mute the TV because he was just like, what was he even saying? Like I already had to deal with this man during U.S. men's national team matches. I don't want to deal with this during the Bundesliga. Like, please, give me my peace of mind. Like, hello? So that's really all to say about that. Again, it really sucked that um, Sancho wasn't playing. Guerrero was out and Reyna. But still, the team looked good. I'm I'm still proud of them, despite this atrocious loss. I'm still proud of the boys. Again, like... They did what they needed to do and they tried their best. And that's really all that matters to me. Um, It sucks that, you know, corruption and fraud came out on top. But it happens, unfortunately. But I was really hoping for um, Dortmund to win so that um, Bayern can drop down to second. And Leipzig can kind of, you know, stay up there for a little bit, you know. But whatever. Also, like, I just... Also, my bad for, like, including some Creole in there. Um, Don't mind that. I might get multilingual on here. I think I should. I should start, you know, just speaking in languages that I know. Sure. Let's do that. Okay. I think that's it for the Bundesliga. But, yeah, I just... I wasn't surprised that this happened. Was I disappointed? Yeah. But, again, um, the boys... Dorman didn't play like garbage. If they played like trash, oh yeah, this would have hurt a lot more. But I feel like since they actually tried their best and they were actually fighting and things did look good in the beginning, you know, it just happens. But they have Sevilla tomorrow. They ain't got time to be worried about frauds. So um, yeah, I should talk about I should talk about Champions League now that I think about it. There's not really much to say. Um <clears throat> why is my voice um let me just quickly run through some matches that are happening i unfortunately don't think i'll be able to watch dortmund i think i'll have to miss out on the first half but the second half i'll pretty i'm pretty sure i'll be able to watch 
Um, okay. So, Champions League. Are there not games tomorrow? Do I know what I'm talking about? Yes, I do. Okay. So, leg two of two, Juventus and Porto. Uh, currently, Porto has that. Oh, my God. What is... Hold on. I'm going to cough. <coughs> Jesus. Jesus. Okay. Um, Porto currently have that aggregate. Well, they don't have an aggregate advantage. They're up 2-1 on aggregate. Um, Dortmund Sevilla is also tomorrow 3-2 on aggregate to Dortmund. Um, and then Wednesday... Wednesday will be PSG Barcelona, which is 4-1. Ooh, that's going to be interesting. Will I be able to watch that? I sure will. And then um, Liverpool-Leipzig. I hope Leipzig can make a comeback because Liverpool are kind of stumbling right now. So hopefully that um, that stumbleness will, you know, follow them into the Champions League. Because I really don't want... I just... I don't know. If they down, just kick them down, you know? I think Liverpool... I mean, Leipzig got this. So next week, there will be some games, but we'll talk about that next week. So um, there'll be four four games, four interesting games. Um, So yeah, pretty excited. Not really. I'm kind of nervous. I hope Dortmund don't, you know, but I'm sure my boys will do fine. Just because they have this loss doesn't mean they're going to do bad. I think my boys would do fine. So we'll just have to see. All right. Now let's go to the Prem. See what we've got going there. What is this? Okay. I'll talk about this afterwards. I think I'm just going to have a random section at the end of this. Because this isn't going to be long. So we'll see. Okay. Bunda. No, no, not Bunda. Premier League. Prem. So it's match day 27 of 38. Wow. They're at 11 games left. This is a lot. Everything's winding down, but like, ooh, kind of nervous. Um, So match day 27 of 2038. Um, Burnley, Arsenal 1-1. Sheffield United, Southampton 2-0 to Southampton. Aston Villa Wolves 0-0. Brighton, Leicester City uh, 2-1 to Leicester City. West Brom, Newcastle, nil-nil. Liverpool, Fulham, 1-0 to Fulham. Jesus. Um, Man United, Man City, 2-0 to United. Um, Tottenham, Crystal Palace, 4-1 to Tottenham. Chelsea, Everton, 2-0 to Chelsea. And then West Ham, Leeds United, 2-0 to West Ham. So, I have a good bit to talk about regarding this let me get the let me get the standings for you real quick and then we'll talk just briefly so man city is still up top despite that loss and then man united second third leicester city fourth chelsea and fifth is west ham um bottom three we know the bottom three i'm just fulham 18th place fulham beat liverpool wow liverpool really going through it their last five games Four losses and one win. Jesus. Mm-mm-mm. Someone put some juju on them because there's no way. Um, Let's see. I watched, I think like I watched some of the second half. I mean, some of the first half of 
the Manchester Derby and the rest of the thing. I wasn't really paying too much attention to it, but I just had it on. And I just cannot believe City let United in that street. Like out of all the teams, you let Manchester United do that to you. And so just kind of like they didn't play bad. City didn't play bad. Um, They were just really unlucky on that day. I think that I can't I can't really get too into details because, again, I wasn't really trying to watch this to be like that person. I wasn't trying to analyze this game, but I just yeah, that second goal they scored that Luke Shaw scored. That was just that shouldn't have happened. You know, I just I don't know. But um, yeah, I don't think so. City, they'll be fine. City will still be fine. I don't think this is going to affect them. If anything, this will probably piss them off and they're going to like raise all types of hell on other teams. So I feel bad for the teams that they have to face because they're probably going to release all their anger on them. But yeah, City, they're still like, I think United's nine points behind them, which is still pretty far back. So I think they'll be okay. I don't think this is really going to affect City. Um, but man, that was just really surprising. I think they would have went like 22, 22 in a row. But you know, life sucks. Football sucks. Football is like that, you know? That's the sucky part about football. So what else? Um, I'll talk about Chelsea Everton, Tottenham Crystal Palace. Uh, the main thing is just Gareth Bell. He's on a roll, and it's quite interesting considering how um, he was like a bench warmer in the beginning, which, you know, he was probably still dealing with his injury or whatever, but it just kind of looked like he came back to Tottenham to just sit and chill which you know that's not the case because you know but I don't know his loan though it's only for a year so he's gonna be going back to Madrid right after this and it kind of sucks because it looks like he's getting his footing back you know so I just don't want um I don't want him to go back to Madrid and Zidane tell him to you know hey go back to your favorite seat you know I would hate that but I don't think Tottenham I don't want to say Tottenham would be able to afford them or afford him because he's he was making bank for literally doing nothing it was kind of like Gareth Bell I mean Mesut Ozil so I don't know but yeah they're doing okay I think they're like in seventh place now yeah Tottenham's in seventh place so the table is kind of looking a bit different I think every day the table every match day the table looks different so yeah, but I think the top four will stay the same. I don't think anything really is going to change. Um, so we'll see. Okay, I think, no, we're not done with the prim. I haven't even talked about Chelsea. So um, before I start off, I just wanted to say, like, the power I hold is just immaculate, you know? So I saw that Havertz was starting and was like, okay, cute. Maybe he and Timo could like cook something up for us and give us a goal or two or either one of the Germans could score. And look what happened. Havertz scored, even though it turned out to be an own goal. But who cares? It's still a Havertz goal to me and a lot of other Chelsea fans. So starting off with Havertz, he played amazing today. Like truly, honestly, I'm so happy with his performance and I'm just proud of the German. I was kind of nervous at first um, that he wasn't going to do that well. Not like I was doubting him or anything, but I just haven't seen him play in a while. And honestly, he did great and I love to see it. Um, he and Timo had some cute German interactions at times. That was nice to see. Timo, unfortunately, is 
too unlucky when it comes to goal scoring. Man had like a handful of chances, but the football god said nine. Um, that was unfortunate, but I don't, I think maybe, I don't want to say that's going to affect him. I think probably the next match they play, Werner might be on the bench, knowing how Tuchel is, um, because it didn't look like Tuchel was happy with his performance. But you know, we'll just have to see. We'll just have to see. And speaking of Tuchel, did I say Tuchel? I'm sorry, Tuchel. Um, my guy was screaming from minute one to minute 94. Like, I'm sure he was the only one yelling during this game. Ancelotti was probably just next to him chilling like, what is wrong with this man, you know? But Tuchel, you know, he's doing his thing. I think he broke some record today. Um, let me see. It has to do with Prem. It's from, it obviously has to do with the Prem. Um, I can't, now I can't find it. But it has something to do with 10 games in a row. He's the first manager to do something. Or I, I don't I don't freaking know. But yeah, um, good for him. Um, again, Tuchel is my guy. I love him. And he's doing big things for Chelsea. He's got He got them from like, I don't even remember what place they were. But now they're in the top four. So, you know, cute. You love to see it. Um... The lineup today, it looked good. I don't know if it was just Everton not playing too hot, but I genuinely think the boys played well and they played strong. Callum Hudson-Odoi eating up that left side as always. He's so good. Um, Zuma was back in the lineup. I think Tuchel was trying to give Rudiger, um, Rudiger a break, which, I mean, Zuma's good. I don't understand why he got chosen, why Rudiger got chosen over Zuma. I mean, Rudiger is looking a bit better. Ever since Tuchel came in, Rudiger and Christensen both look decent. It's kind of surprising. So maybe it's that German, that German sauce or something, because they definitely were not eating it up whenever Lamps was here. Um... What else? He had a small injury scare, Zuma. He had a small injury scare. It looked kind of bad, but he ended up being all good. Um, subs were made. Mount got subbed on. People were surprised that he wasn't starting, but, I mean, you got to give the man a break. Um, Conte wasn't the second player. Conte was. He was the second player to get subbed on. Obviously, he did what he needed to do. And then the last sub was Pulisic. <laughs> Sometimes you have to laugh in order to not cry. You know... I'm not, I don't have any words for this, but, I, you know, I don't have any words for this. Okay, that's it. Um, today is International Women's Day. So along with, I think his name was like Peter Scurry or something, Karen Carney, she was commentating along with the man I just said. And I'm sure this only happened today because it's International Women's Day. But, you know, if this could be permanent, I wouldn't be mad because... She did so well. She did such a good job. And I'm sure this wasn't his, I'm sure this wasn't her first time commentating. But I was like, okay, this is my first time hearing this woman. And I love her. Please keep her on. Like she, she's doing a better, like I prefer to listen to her than some of these other men out here commentating. You know what I mean? But unfortunately, misogynistic men would be so upset about this. Um, I saw some men on Twitter getting their feelings over this saying stuff like, Women just stay out of men's sports and how she was awful. And, you know, I just, please, shut up. Are you really that pressed 
about a woman that knows her sports, you know? She knows about football and the game. Like, I just, just get out of your feelings and go to the bathroom and, and wash your mouth. Like, just brush your teeth, wash your ass. You know, just do something because you're so pressed for what? For nada, for nothing, you know? Anyways, uh, what is this? U.S. soccer? I'm not talking about this. Um, I was going to talk about Seth Jean. But I'm not gonna waste my breath, so I'm just gonna plug the cool again. They talked about this in their episode, I believe, with Brianna Scurry. So you just listen to that because I agree with everything they said. I just mm, mm. okay. So um, football drama. I'm not even gonna lie. I don't. I didn't write any of this stuff down like in details i usually like to type out everything but i did not do that so we're just gonna free ball it so the first thing i have i don't really know if this is this wasn't recent i'm tired of getting emails this wasn't recent or anything but um zlatan ibrahimovic decided to put his uh, mouth somewhere that it shouldn't have been so let me just see if I can find it real quick. I tweeted about it. I retweeted it on my pause. Let's take a trip to my Twitter, which might be a bad idea because I kind of tweet a lot. Ta ta ta. I don't think I'm gonna find it. <laughs> when was this? It was last week. Man, I need to delete my tweets. Pause. Pause. I will find it. Okay, so Zlatan talking about LeBron. Quote, he is phenomenal in what he's doing, but I don't like when people have some kind of status and they do politics. I play football because I'm the best in playing football. That is the first mistake people do when they become famous and they come in a certain status. Stay out of it. Just do what you're best at because it doesn't look good. End quote. Now, <laughs> I just, was I surprised that Zlatan said this? No, but I just, one, LeBron James speaks out about racial injustice. Um, he speaks on the Black Lives Matter movement and he's, he's just speaking out for black people because guess what LeBron James is? I'll give you two seconds. He's black. He's a Negro. Okay. He's black. He is talking about issues that not only pertain, if I'm using that word right, I don't, I'm not thinking right now or relates to him, but other, but he has a black wife. He has black children growing up in this country. What are you talking about? Politics is not, this isn't politics. I hate that people think that this Black Lives, the Black Lives Matter movement or just talking about racial injustice and discrimination and all that stuff. That is not politics. That's basic human rights. And for you to say he needs to stay out of politics and sticks to what he does best, like, no. If you have the platform, why won't, why do people have such, hold on, I'm speaking too fast. Why do people have such an issue with athletes using their platform for something good? Hmm? 
Hmm? Like, would you rather these athletes make millions of dollars and just go home and, and post pictures on Instagram about, you know, their Lamborghini that they just bought or, you know, their thousand dollar a night trip to Greece or, um, you know, the new Christian Dior, you know, like, hello, no, if these athletes have a platform, why can't they use it? Let, let them live, leave them alone, especially if they're speaking out for something that is right. Are we surprised? No. Zatan is a narcissistic ego man. Like, I just, there's no, like, the man is like 40 something and he's still acting like this. But it's just like, stop saying stuff about other athletes. Especially when apparently Zlatan in the past, he was talking about how he would face racism or some type of discrimination in Sweden because he didn't look like any of them, anyone else in the country. So why can you talk about that? But LeBron, who is a, I don't want to say he's a bigger star, but worldwide, LeBron James is well known. And if other people see him talking about stuff like this if he's speaking out against racial injustice if he's speaking out against police brutality and all that you know who's gonna see it not just americans honey people around the world you know like lebron james is that athlete and a a majority of the time people are gonna listen more to lebron james than they would a politician because you know what some politicians aren't doing talking about anything regarding the mistreatment of black people not all of them, obviously, but some of them. So it's just it was just really absurd for Zlatan to say that. And I'm really glad that LeBron, like, sna- not even snapped back. He dunked on this man and just said it how it is. I, I don't remember what he said because it was, like, a week ago. But let me see if I can find the vid. Um, LeBron James Zlatan. Anyone got quotes on it? I want quotes. Okay, Daily Mail. You know, I didn't really want the Daily Mail. But... Maybe I can play this. It's only 39 seconds. Sure. Let's play it. It's funny you say that because I believe in like 2018, he was the same guy who said uh, when he was back in Sweden talking about the same things um, because his last name wasn't a certain last name that uh, he felt like it was some racism going on when he was out on the pitch. Um, Right. He did say that, right? Yeah. I thought he was, I thought he said that. So um, I speak from a very educated mind. Um, So um, I'm kind of the wrong guy to actually go at because I do my homework. Okay. So that wasn't long at all. LOL. But y'all like, you see, um, I already forgot what he just said, but it's just, don't, don't do that. Stop telling athletes, especially in the year 2021, what to do with their platforms. Social media is big nowadays. You know, maybe in the past, um, it might've been a bit different, you know, obviously to talk about certain issues, but this is the year, this is the time, the era of social media and technology. You know, people be talking about anything. 
people talk about anything on social media. And it's just so, it's so frustrating to just hear Zlatan say something about this. Like, what? And this is so funny because a couple weeks ago, well, probably more than a couple, Zatan was the same one being like investigated by Syria because of the whole thing with what's his name Lukaku. So what? You know, it's not looking good for you, Zlatan. I'm not trying to say anything, but I just prefer if Zlatan would just mind his own business and stay in his own lane. And according to, I don't remember, but I think I was listening to this on the Cooligans. The question Zlatan was asked had nothing to do with LeBron James. I think it had to do with his time in Galaxy or maybe if he met LeBron James. How do you go from there all the way to athletes should be athletes, athletes should just stick to what they do? Like, hello? Anyways, um, I bet, you know, he won't talk about that again. I'm pretty sure he came back with a response after that, but I don't really care for it. He should have just kept his mouth shut in the first place. So, moving on now. Is that it? That is not it. Um... Oh, yes. A lot of people from Barca are going to jail. Um, Man, I really should have read up on this and not do it now, but we'll just have to see. There's like a fat list of of people, um, you know, currently on the board or um, not currently on the board that went to. I don't want to know. I don't really say if they I don't want to say they went to jail, but they got arrested. Um, I know their old president was one of them yeah there was a police raid wow so i'm reading this from npr whatever this is um catalan police raided the fc barcelona stadium on monday and there are reports that the club's former president and three others have been arrested the police said several searches and seizures were carried out by its financial crimes unit but did not give additional details local media reported those arrested are former club president joseph maria bartomeu uh current club ceo oscar grau head of legal services roman gomez ponti and juan masferreo i said that's so wrong and advisor to bartimeo npr has now the police action follows last year's barca gate an affair in which club officials allegedly hired a marketing firm to discredit critics of then president bartimeo using methods um, including fake social media accounts. Among those supposedly targeted by the firm's activities were Barcelona stars Lionel Messi and Gerard Pique and former coach Pep Guardiola. Guardiola. You know who I'm talking about. The club denied any wrongdoing, of course they did. So, man, the ghetto, FC Barcelona, every single week there is something coming up with Barca. Yeah, the ghetto. Very much ghetto. We'll just have to see what happens with them. If they get jail time, that'd be really funny. They'll probably just be on house arrest or something and have to pay a fine. But wow, very much wow. You know, the football gods really coming for them this year or this season. Okay, is that it? No, that is not it. So I saw something yesterday about Shakira. I'm kind of, I saw her trending and I was very confused as to why she was trending. I mean, Shakira's my girl. I thought she was trending because, you know, she's amazing. But I think it was because she was she had some sexist stuff said about her. So do I really want to read from E! Online? Mm. 
I'm not reading from the sun either. Sure, let's just go to E online, whatever. Okay. So the hashtag respect Shakira started trending after a banner directed at the singer was seen ahead of a soccer match on March 7th. I just said that, um, according to the picture shared on social media, one of the banners read Shakira a la Honquera, um, da -da 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 -da, is located on the border of France and Spain and has one of the largest brothels in Europe. Wow. So the sign was held by a group of Paris Saint-Germain fans, which am I, obviously this has to do with Barca PSG. Um, mm -hmm. This isn't the first time that Shakira has been targeted, which this sucks. Real Madrid fans also had banners uh, towards her or against her. Yeah, no, it's 2021. What is, what is the deal here? Like, do people realize Shakira is bigger than a lot of these clubs out here? I'm not even trying to be that person, but Shakira is a worldwide star. She is a legend. Why do you think, why do people think that it's okay to come after her? Just because she is married to or she i don't know if they're married but it's just because she's with gerard piquet a barca player and you're about to your team is about to face him that doesn't mean that you have the right to do stuff like that it's just worms for brains people really just have worms for brains there's no need for any of this sexist stuff and it's so unfortunate that that this isn't the first time that this has happened to her like hello idiots everywhere at the end of the day though shakira's making a lot more money than Every single one of those people who were a part of this whole banner thing. And she will continue to be an iconic legend until the end of time. Period. Disgusting. Um, people are just really gross. But you know what? It's whatever. Like Shakira, Shakira is an educated woman. Do they know that? Like she's educated. And her hips don't lie. And she can sing. Hello? Please. Disrespectful. Y'all better leave that woman alone. Y'all better leave her alone. Um, I think that's it. What's time looking like? Eh. I really don't want this to be longer than it already is. Um, that's about it. That is all for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Again, my apologies for not uploading last week, but also again, like I said earlier, I don't control life. I can't control how anything goes. Um, I just got to hope for the best and hope that I'm in the right mindset and that I'm not too busy. Um, so yeah, I hope you're doing well. Um, hope everything is going all right for you. You're safe and you're healthy. You can follow Football Drama on uh, social medias football with an s and then drama uh the links to that will be in the description and um yeah that's about it um i'm kind of i kind of want to make a um a separate episode thing i'm watching all or nothing the tottenham thing i've been meaning to watch that for like ever and i'm starting to watch it and it's pretty good i think i'm i'm not episode three or four it's pretty good it's really interesting so i'm definitely 
gonna talk about that but i don't want to talk about it during an episode i think it'll be too long so i think i might just do a separate um little thing for that um and i'll talk about it because i have a lot of thoughts lots of thoughts so um yeah again that is it um thank you so much for listening hope you enjoyed it and i will see you next week i promise i think you promise you will not not see me or hear me you'll see me next week i promise okay